Okay, um, ladies and gentlemen, I am very pleased to announce that the coffee has returned to the episodes. At least this one, right? All right. You know, the most, or I shouldn't say the most, but one of the tedious, or I could say one of the most tedious part of producing an episode is researching for empirical evidence and facts, you know, real solid, tangible stuff. I'm a natural speaker, and I always have something to randomly discuss and provoke, but to filter that so it's coherent and sensible is it's probably the most boring part and then <clears throat> to throw research on top of that is like it's like the cherry on top though i understand it though it makes perfect sense right it's it's ethical be because i can't just start pouring out madness and absurd words you have no idea what I'm saying, and neither will I. <laughs> so, my best bet is to filter my unpopular ideas so it's organized and sophisticated and add a pinch of research, evidence, facts, you know, so that you can take me somewhat seriously. I know what the title of the, <laughs> I know what the title of the show suggests. But nonetheless, um, uh, some sensibility has to be added, right? Some coherence. That's fine. Because not everyone is in commonality with the, with the show's title. And I want to be very welcoming. All right. Man, that just goes approved. Being a human is, being a human is hard. Nobody really gets it, right? Or... Everyone knows being a human is difficult. They just can't explain it or understand it. You know, like, truly, the state of being is difficult. Being means being a human, right? Living as a human being, right? The state of being is difficult, really. Um, you have to do so many things. You have to go to school and maintain your education. You have to get a job, maintain that, too. You have to stay in touch with your family you have to attend being a friend to at least somebody you have to raise and provide for your children if you have them and if you and you have to be ready if you want them someday you have to pay for virtually everything and that's freaking expensive you have to take care of yourself whether or not you're taking care of others already and things go tits up all the time there are an infinite number of things that can be troubling and there's and so many things that could go wrong in your state of being. This isn't some testimony of... I'm not making some testimony of human despair. This is just plain truth, right? Maybe you're not intelligent. Maybe you're not motivated. Maybe you're overweight. Maybe you're underweight. Maybe you're not attractive to many people. Maybe you're in terrible mental, mental condition. Maybe you have some disease or sickness that can be treated maybe you don't get along with your family maybe you don't have any friends maybe you're bullied and taken advantage of and that could happen you know as as an adult as well 
maybe you're no longer attracted to or interested interested in your partner or spouse. So that manifests as anger towards them because you don't want to be rude. Uh, maybe there's no one you could attempt to address your feelings to. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you're in debt. Maybe you're broke. Maybe you become addicted to drugs, alcohol, tobacco, porn, gambling, spending. Maybe you're angry towards the world so you become a radical feminist or you join the KKK. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're a hypocritical religious person. Maybe you're an arrogant atheist who doesn't realize your moral conditioning. Maybe you're passionate about something, but you suck at it. Maybe you're a creative person and you have an idea that is struggling to succeed. Maybe there are certain thoughts you want to explore, but you have no idea where to find them. Maybe you listen to a podcast whose host is, is in no position to teach anybody Maybe that podcast host is 19, meaning he barely has any life experience, and thus he has no wisdom. He has no serious level of ed education. He doesn't understand his thoughts. Why in the hell would you be listening to his podcast? Think like a madman. I am David. Uh, today is really, today's episode is it's pretty complicated, guys. Um, it's, 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 <laughs> it's one of the most it's one of the episodes most in lines with the title but um so it could seem it could seem just slightly just slightly that its organization and structure isn't the best but again if you focus and just focus on being acquainted to the to the title and you'll be fine don't worry all right what's going on and what's going on in the world what what recent stuff happened oscars anybody watch the oscars anything happened there no i don't think so nothing interesting i'm not sure if the joker win anything Joker was an amazing movie. Um, yeah, I wonder if they won anything. I think I think Joaquin Phoenix won Actor of the Year, but I don't think the film got Film of the Year. That's don't quote me on that. All right, um, some Democratic debates going on. Good stuff. Uh, New Hampshire stuff going on. Right, Andrew Yang dropping out. Bernie Sanders dominating. Oh my gosh. Bernie Sanders is on the move. He's like he's like a he's like a lone hunter following the uh following a herd. He's taking it all by himself. Bernie is just crushing it. Uh Trump stuff going on. What's the Trump stuff going on, right? Being recently acquitted, which is only going to make his fire stronger and definitely leading to him getting reelected and um, yeah 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 if you're not convinced trump is being reelected then have a talk with me seriously this guy trump he's unstoppable he's not good at at a driving force he's just a unstoppable wall he's unbelievable he gets so much crap thrown at him and he just dodges it and he gets and he gets the vote just like that by Dodging crap and then throwing crap at other people. He doesn't do 
he doesn't have great political moves, but he's just good at taking heat, right? That's 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 Trump in his prime. He's when he takes the heat, when he takes all the all the stuff that Democrats are throwing at him, and he's taking it casually and smug and smug attitude, like ah, uh-huh, just dismissing it. That's his. That's when he's at his best. So Democrats have to stop, have to stop throwing crap at him and and start um, improving themselves, right? Because every everyone has their own imperfections, but yeah, uh, I just good luck to Bernie trying to trying to take over Trump. Okay, what's what else is going on? China, China looks it looks like China's having some issues. Looks like coronavirus, right? I don't know what that's all about. I don't know how China's gonna bounce back from that one. It's not like they have. It's not like they don't have an abundance of humans, right? I mean, that's not to make any light of it, but... <coughs> okay, so China. Yeah, good luck good luck to China. Hopefully that doesn't spread to any other countries. I'm sure it has, but... Not on any mass scale. All right, it looks like, looks like there's not much left to news of course recent news always just just a a heap of commotion doesn't make sense really you look at it and you for some reason you're attracted to that heap of collection but sorry sometimes uh you're distracted by that heap of commotion and you think oh that's that's where all the intention is look at that all that stuff going on right but it happens happens everywhere every day it's nothing special what you see in the news is just it's just noise it's just fluff doesn't have any doesn't have any real significance to it right you still got to get up in the morning and go about your life all right so the first six episodes were pretty much cake meaning they were fairly easy to listen to at least to me, right? And if you had any genuine issues with what I was suggesting and explaining, then you're a pretty heavy critic. Good job. Congrats. Um, you're always welcome. You are always welcome, of course. I I always welcome criticism. Um, too open-minded to neglect that, right? Now, particularly in this episode, I'm going to get... It's funny how I have to... have to... It's funny how I feel obligated to make this, to state these series of statements, okay? But, I'm going to anyway, because I'm a person who really likes clarification. And, and will always say the things that I mean, alright? Now, again, particularly in this episode, I'm going to get pretty controversial, Okay? Now, don't don't shy away now. Don't shy away. Trust me. Trust me. This episode this episode should be a little dicey to most since it's about abortion. And most people have a position or a lot of people have a position. It's touchy stuff, but look, conversation and expression about this issue is really really necessary, right? We have a we have first amendment freedom of speech. We have to use it for uh, for for very important discussions, right? Being a being a person highly interested in learning and conversation means 
you have to be a person willing to discuss and listen to difficult subjects or at least really controversial and complicated subjects like that, right? We have to we have to remove the taboo from this subject, right? We can't we can't allow the taboo on abortion to exist any longer. I don't like it, right? It, it's not good. It's not open-minded. Now, I'm only going to explain my view, not force you to it. And of course, I'm always open to disagreements, criticisms. That's fine. I won't mention any politicians. I won't mention any political parties. I won't mention any religion or religious views. I'm aiming for a strictly objective viewpoint. Because the more objective your viewpoint is, the the more solid it is, right? You don't it can it can deflect or it has room for less criticism and disagreement and it's a lot more it's a lot more robust, right? The more objective and, and technical your your argument or view gets, right? Now Abortion is a really complicated thing in in two primary ways, right? The first way it is the first way it's real complicated it's is because everyone combines the arguments or or their viewpoints with politics. Or maybe not everyone, but the vast majority of people do that, right? And it doesn't need to be political at all. Making it a political argument is a mistake. Or it's, or it's at least disappointing. The second way it's complicated is because it suggests, right, depending on your, your viewpoint, it suggests the worth of a human life, right? It is seriously complicated, seriously complicated when one person or group uh, attempts, or no, 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 it's complicated when one person or group determines whether or not a human being is inherently valuable or at least deserving of certain rights right it's it's really i would say it's dangerous but all right first thing we have to do is assert and establish what the idea of abortion is right the more technical it is the better again we want to be strictly objective the idea of abortion is the act of terminating the life of a fetus in its production. Um, you could, if if we don't agree on that, then there's absolutely no consensus we can come to. That's a because that's exactly what it is, and again, we have to agree on that, or else we can't find a consensus. Whenever you engage in a a, a, a contentious discussion or or listen to someone speaking in a contentious manner right which is me right now it's obvious i might be offending someone right now which is again it's it's fine we have to come to the agreements of definitions before we even come to in consensus of 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 a belief right okay the science is clear and it indicates that a fetus is indeed absolutely 100% a human, right? A fetus by 10 weeks of, of production has 
the vital organs, the limbs, nervous system. It has a nervous system a human being requires. It's it's developing bones, facial features, fingers, toes, virtually everything else a human has. It's already it's already developing those things, right? Obviously, obviously, this is a human being, right? We have to agree on that as well. This is a this is absolutely human being, right? It has human DNA, human body parts, human body form. Okay, by ten weeks, right? This is not some just the collection of of tissues or or a ball of of organs. It's, no, no, no. It's it has the the human form. It has all the body parts, right? Um, we have to agree on that as well, right? That it's it's definitely a human being by ten weeks, right? The science is is, is very clear in what it suggests. And now here's here's where it gets <laughs> here's where here's where it gets real dicey and complicated. This is this is a stage. This is a part where everyone makes the fuss this is a stage where that people neglect and move to it to another to another position which is wrong okay but look people disagree whether or not this stage of human is valuable right <clears throat> one will say one will say it is valuable and that it has a right to life and another will say it's not valuable and the mother has a right to dispose of it right so Here's where most confliction lies. Some of it's on the last point, but I, I'd like to believe that a lot of it's on, on this certain point, right? On on whether or not the, this stage of human is valuable, right? This, this, this period of where this human exists, right? It gets, it gets real complicated, real messy, especially with the politics, right? The, the politics thrown on top of it makes it a lot more messy. A lot more messy than it has to be because then just they just hurl they just hurl feces at each other one one side will hurl feces to the other and it, it does again it doesn't need to be political at all you can it doesn't have to be at all okay so it gets real messy but i make a simple moral argument using the u.s constitution real easy stuff right the fifth the fifth amendment of the u.s constitution states in in one element, that no person shall be deprived of life without due process, okay? Abortion, a deprivation of life, <laughs> could be permitted assuming there is due process. However, there is no due process in an abortion because there is no judicial element involved, which is something due process demands. Now, you might claim that the human being in a uh, that a human being in the fetus state, is that how you say it? A human being in the womb, right, is is not considered a person, and it not and it's not deserving of of, of the personhood and the rights a person would get under the Constitution. However, we we have discovered throughout history that it is morally wrong to deny any human being personhood based off of physical characteristics right we've we've seen that through history it's wrong to deny a living human being 
personhood based off of physical characteristics. We noticed that we noticed that that was wrong in a, in a case. And again, history is filled with examples where this is wrong. You notice that in, I was wrong in a case of slavery, segregation, the Holocaust, and so on. You could you can name it. You could keep going down the list, right? The philosophy behind slavery is the same as abortion. Because of the physical definition of this human being, it is not deserving of the rights others receive. Same thing, right? Slavery is the same same philosophy as, as abortion, right? And we're gonna we're gonna subordinate this this human being because of how it looks and because of its physical definition and because of its physical characteristics. We're gonna this human being is is it's not deserving of these rights. It's not a person, right? It's just a thing. Uh, it's the same philosophy, right? Yet, we all agree slavery is morally wrong, right? At least I hope we all agree slavery is morally wrong. Yet, we find difficulty agreeing abortion is, is morally wrong. It's very interesting. It, it's all very interesting, actually. You know, there will be a time where we look back in history and, and ask ourselves, how do we how do we let that happen right it happens it happens a lot right we look back at something at something that we've done or, or another person's done is and and we ask ourselves how do we let that happen did we not know that was wrong why how do we let that happen right and we'll place we'll place a, a little lego of of shame and stigma onto those who who had to do with its production and advocacy but there's a bigger picture right there's 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 a bigger thing working here there's something greater working on here right <clears throat> a few are actually going to study this and be able to explain it feeling learned and not feeling disgusted or ashamed or negative about it right we can we can study this we can use the holocaust for example right we can totally do this with holocaust right look ask someone you know ask someone you know the following question if you were offered a job as a nazi camp guard in nazi germany would you take the job ask somebody that question most likely they say most likely they would say, I would never take that job. I would never be a Nazi. That's a horrible thing. And I am a good person. They're full of crap. That's where that's where they're full of crap. If they say that, they're full of crap. That is the wrong answer. The correct answer is, well, the Nazis were humans and I am also a human. So that means there's a good chance I would take the job and be a Nazi. You, you think... You think a civilized person wants to know that they are fully capable of, of horrible things? If you consider yourself a good person because you understand you're capable of good things, then you better understand that you are capable of bad things and capable of being corrupted. You think, you think someone wants to know that? That they can do those things? Doesn't make you feel good. But you're, you're a freaking human, right? Don't call yourself don't call yourself a good person unless you know your capabilities for malevolence. And don't call others good unless you know the malevolent things they are capable of, right? 
Psychiatrist and psychoanalyst Carl Jung once said, no tree can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell. <laughs> Man, think about that. Really? No tree can grow to heaven unless its roots, roots reach down to hell. That's, guys, I first read that and it, it just froze me. It froze me. It's unbelievable what that tiny sentence can, can stimulate. But really think about it. Look. That should cause you to return to it. <laughs> that should cause you to return to it and listen to it again. Or at least pause it, right? But um, humans are fully capable of evil. And boy, are you a human. Look, back to the, back to the Holocaust thing, for example, right? You might look back at all those, all those men who were, who were, who were Nazis and think, oh, they're, they were awful people. And it's, <clears throat> guys it's really it's really not that simple you can't just you can't view history that way especially again we're being we're taking a holocaust for example you can't look you just can't look back in history and, and think that whenever someone did a bad thing that they were immediately a bad person and and they're and they're a disgusting person it's it's far more complicated than that right and then have I talked about this before? <laughs> right. So, yeah, if, if, if you're a man in, in Nazi Germany and, you know, you get offered a job to be this camp guard, it's good pay. You you have a family to feed. You have a wife you need to feed. You got kids to take care of and you need a house to pay. You have a car you have to, you know, pay for or, you know, you have maybe you have other family you have to support and it's. This job, this job comes along, you get offered this job, it's pretty reliable, right? How are you, why would you say no? What are you going to tell them? No, I don't want to be, I don't want that job because I'm not a horrible person. It's, no, it's not that simple, right? You're going to say, yes, give me the job. I need that job, right? Because <laughs> I need that job. Because I have family to feed, right? And I'm and I'm hungry, and my kids are hungry, and so give me the freaking job, right? There's I hear there's a lot of benefits to being a Nazi, right? Yeah, if you if you were if you had opportunity for one of those for for being a Nazi, I guarantee you would take it. Some of you would even leap at it because you would be angry, and and the the direction of anger would be towards you know the 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 other how would you say it the other races and class of people that are ruining your your german country right all right <clears throat> you know now let's talk about now let's talk about an, an idea that's that's really uh this this one is this is a tricky part guys my coffee's gone cold that's unfortunate now, there's, <clears throat> and again, cr criticisms always welcome, always, always welcome, right? I've, I've done my best to, to really think, uh, research and think about these, these certain things, but if it is totally possible I missed something or, or, or misconceptualized something or made a wrong presumption or, or misunderstood, it's totally possible, right? Criticisms and disagreements always welcome right 
Now let's talk about idea. Really, really complicated idea. Just just follow on. Look. There's an idea most prominent in the West in the Western world, right? It exists in other places, but it's it's strongest, it's most manifested in the Western world, right? Now, the idea is that you as a human being are intrinsically valuable. You as a human being can be of some great meaning to your environment so long as you work to manifest that in whatever unique talent, skills, and attributes you possess. We have great you have great capabilities if you really focus on committing them. If you have a vision, orient orient yourself towards it, things are not so far out of your reach as you believe. Look, I'm not a mo- I'm not a motivational speaker or a- or anything even similar to that, but I can I can acknowledge that I can acknowledge what seems to be self-evident and true, right? It took some time. It took a lot of time for this idea to kick in for every person in the Western world, right? Because not everyone was not everyone was immediately uh, having not everyone immediately had those 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 uh, God-given rights and 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 the opportunities sprawling from that idea, right? It took some time. But it's it's working there, right? And this idea suggests itself politically as well, right? You have a right and a responsibility to vote, which is a state recognizing you have enough wisdom and posture to keep the state organized and in order, right? In the Western world, oh, you could you can make that example for uh, for jury jury duty as well, right? It's a state recognizing you have the capacity to judge this other person right and and in western world we see the most opportunity as well and again it took some time for the opportunity to reach everyone but it's working there and it's it's i'd say it's great so far and that follows along in some economical sense because it it also suggests you can successfully take advantage of those opportunities right because they exist in abundance now it is it's seriously irresponsible to adopt any nihilistic attitudes meaning right meaning life is meaningless and humans are cancer on earth right stuff like that which it's absolutely foolish and no okay not foolish i shouldn't say that it's not foolish it's 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 absurd right that and, and, and it's even potentially dangerous, not only to you, but to, peop- to people around you as well. And look, look, there's, there's a world of facts. There's, there's a domain of facts, right? I'll say world. There's a world of facts and there's a world of values, right? The facts are there because they represent reality. The values are there. Because that's what motivates you to move away from a terrible life towards a better life. And everybody agrees with that. Every person agrees with that. Everyone. It doesn't matter what mindset you adopt. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees we should, at least for yourself, that we should pursue positive action from a bad life to a better one. You're never going to reach a perfect life. But you, everyone agrees you should have that, that motion, that positive motion from a bad life to a better life. Right? Now, the structure, the structure or the structure or mechanism, you could say, that that mediates 
between the facts and the values is the same structure that reduces a a universe virtually virtually a universe of facts down to one action you need something to mediate because there's an infinite number of facts right and you also need the values because the values are what navigate you through those facts right you can't approach the facts without a value system because there's a freaking universe of facts how are you going to start navigating through these facts how are you going to navigate through this reality if you don't have the value system right Again, you need something to mediate because there are an infinite number of facts and you also need the values because that's what navigate you through the facts. They guide you through the facts, right? It's a fact that all of this exists, but we don't <clears throat> we don't quite understand it, nor can we explain it. Now, we know that the most popular structure of values people use, voluntary or not, to navigate themselves through the world of facts, through reality, is there is is a religion, right? A, a religious dogmatism or dogmatism sounds harsh but a religious principle right that is that's the set of values most uh, most of humanity uses to guide them through reality through this uh through this through a world of facts right and as a human whether you are aware of it or not you possess a structure that connects the world of facts to the world of values. Your sensory abilities, right? Well, you are there, right? So your sensory abilities, your your senses to detect reality are there to detect the facts. And your values, your values will prioritize what it is in the facts that you should be perceiving. And then that in turn determines what action is it is that you take. Because again, you can't just approach, let's say, let's say this, right? An example. And uh, I'm stealing this from, uh, uh, from Jordan Peterson, right? He gave this example. Look, let's say there's a field of facts in front of you, right? Let's say you're standing in front of a field of facts and you got to get through it, right? It's, it's almost like a maze. You got to get through it, right? And let's say, let's say, you claim that you don't have those values. How, how are you going to approach the field? How are you going to navigate through that field? Like, where do you even start, right? <clears throat> but if you have those values, they're, th those values are going to show you how do you go through that field? How, what, where do you walk to? Where do you step to? Why do you, you know, how far do you go in this field of facts, right? Okay. It's all held in your your primary nervous system, the brain, and and you have a you have a brain. The reason your brain exists is because you have a brain to detect reality, which which consists of an again, hello, an infinite number of facts, and 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 to calculate and filter it down into single into a single action. That's what your brain does, right? It perceives the world, perceives the universe, and it and it and it uh, it filters and calculates all those facts down so you can take one action right it's not a one-to-one -one ratio it isn't okay one fact one action one uh one fact one action one no there's an infinite number of facts and your brain your brain has to filter that down and calculate all of all all of that of what you've seen from reality down into a single action and that's of course that's something super super tricky right that's that's a hell of a lot of calculations and, and determinations and 
<clears throat> so so just to recap, right? You, world of facts, world of values. The facts are there because they represent reality. The values are there is because it's what drives you from a bad life to a better life. Not reaching that better life ultimately, but that positive action. And then the thing that mediates between your world of facts and your world of values is the same mechanism that 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 produces that positive drive. And the values guide you through the world of facts because you can't go through the facts without a value system. You'll just get lost, right? <clears throat> now, don't don't go oblivious to this. Know that you have something navigating navigating you through reality. If you're religious, then fine. That's your mechanism. If you live in the West and claim you're atheist, then that means you have a Judeo-Christian mechanism function, functioning minimally that you refuse. If you are a madman like me, then you have a blend of all mechanisms and they don't quite function in peace and union. <laughs> um, there's not a hell of a lot more options. All right. I mean, which which 19-year-old can you learn that from? Or at least be stimulated by it? See, things are unbelievably more complicated than we understand. Young adults have a massive tendency to simplify things and it does and it does drive me insane i become very upset when i hear a a young adult make a simple claim about something very complicated because they never have sufficient information nor do they have the correct thinking abilities to properly assess and process that information right <clears throat> so if you don't have if you don't even marginally understand what you're talking about, shut up, right? I'm no exception to this rule, right? I'm, again, because I know these things doesn't mean I'm a special person and I'm some exception. No, no, no. I'm no exception to this rule. I, I almost never make a simple claim about something complicated. I just don't do that, right? People ask me, people very casually ask me simple questions and I have a tendency to just... To, to sit there for a while and really think and 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 speak a lot but not really answer the question just play around with it because again something's really complicated you're doing yourself a real disservice by speaking about it so bluntly and simply you're doing yourself a real disservice now again i'm the opposite of that like i have a habit of making what seems simple into very into something real complicated, and even then, I still don't, I still won't answer the, the certain things that people want to know, right? And <clears throat> I'm no philosopher, I'm no doctor, I'm no professor. I, I don't have any training, uh, uh, serious educational training or career training, none of that stuff, right? I just recognize. 
a tiny bit of ideas and I can explain what I know from that tiny bit. That's all, right? I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know the, the most of what I'm speaking about. I just know this tiny, I just recognize this tiny bit and then I explain what I know of that tiny bit, right? I'm in no, uh, again, no, I'm in no serious position to be lecturing anybody. I have nowhere near enough experience. I have no serious level of educational training or career training, right? My age is very limiting as well. Guys, you have to be your biggest critic. You have to be your biggest critic because you are your biggest enemy. All right. <clears throat> Speaking of critic, I also invite you to be a critic, right? If there was if there was something I said that you disagree with, I'm more than happy to have a conversation. I'm open to everything. I'm I'm so open-minded. I'm I'm willing to talk to anyone about anything, even if they outright find me horrible and <laughs> even even if someone finds me outright horrible and what i'm saying is horrible i'm still willing to have a discussion a civilized discussion of course if you're if you're just if you're just patronizing me and you're just trying to shame me and call me mean things for too long then i can't have a conversation with you but if if you have something if you genuinely disagree with something I'm saying or you found you found something I said appalling, I'm more than happy to have a discussion. Right? I'm, again, I'm too open to neglect that. Now, any comments, go ahead and drop them. How do you do that? You just just go to message me directly, right? Um, if you have nothing to say, then smash that imaginary like button and share the show. All right, if you know anyone... Who likes challenging thinking? Definitely share the show, right? As someone who's really interested in challenging thinking is is gonna be interested. Uh, more challenging ideas coming soon. Stay tuned. Uh, the next one should be fun because I'm, in the next episode, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be covering the structure of how you understand another person. Because another thing, you see, young adults drive me crazy. I can, I can go on, a, I can go on a rant all day. Um, one of the things that that young adults do is is make simple claims about another person. Usually, it's an, it's usually it's another young adult. Sometimes it's an older person or a child. They'll make a simple claim about another young adult, and I and I stop them. Like, whoa, whoa, hold on, wait. How do you know that? How do you, I don't think. I don't even think you. I don't even think you'd know that. You definitely don't understand it, but how do you know that, right? And it always turns into some fuss and David, you're making you're making it too big and complicated. Because it is, right? You don't say that about this person unless you can you really understand it. But uh yeah, so the next episode is gonna be about that. How it is that you understand someone. I've developed my own structure. It's imperfect, of course, but it's it's really going to help you to determine how well you know another person. And uh, a little fun after that as well. Think like a madman. I am David. <laughs>